Welcome to Jury Duty. I'm your host, Chris Terracone. This season of Jury Duty explores the trial of Michael Barrison, who is charged with the attempted murders of Lauren Kanarek and Robert Goodwin in Long Valley, New Jersey. Kanarek was struck in the chest by two bullets from Barrison's weapon, and as it was undisputed that Barrison fired those shots, his legal team argued that he was not guilty because he was legally insane at the time of the shooting. In our last episode, we concluded our look at the final instructions offered to the Barrison trial jury by Judge Stephen Taylor regarding the firearm charges against the defendant as well as his guidance with respect to the defendant's plea of insanity. On today's installment, we hear the jury's verdict in the trial and catch up on the developments in the case since that verdict was delivered. That's all coming up right after the break. 2024. Point counsel, Mr. Barrison, the jury sent out a note about 10 minutes ago that they have, in fact, reached a verdict in this matter. So we're going to bring the jurors in in a moment. Before we do, I understand it was an emotional case. So for those interested in the courtroom, um, please no outcries. I understand there may be some emotion here regardless of what the verdict is. So uh, please respect the jury when they're in um, the courtroom. And no outcries, no comments. All right, we'll bring jurors in now. After the jurors have returned to the courtroom, Judge Taylor calls the proceedings back into session. All right, be seated, everyone. All right, Mr. Foreman, please rise, please. Mr. Foreman, has the jury agreed upon a verdict in this case? Yeah. As Judge Taylor confirms with the jury foreman that the jury has reached a verdict, the courtroom camera shows the defendant wide-eyed and shaking. He looks off into space, apparently muttering something unintelligible to himself. Is that verdict unanimous? It is. As the judge asks for the verdict, defense attorney Edward Belinkus pulls Michael Barrison to his feet. One. With regard to count one, attempted murder of Lauren Canarac, what is your verdict? Not guilty by reason of insanity. With regard to count two, attempted murder of Robert Goodwin, what is your verdict, sir? Not As the verdicts on the first two counts are read, Barrison closes his eyes, leans his head forward onto Blinkus' shoulder, as the attorney embraces him and appears to begin to convulse in tears. With regard to count two, the lesser included offense of aggravated assault upon Robert Goodwin, what is your verdict? Not guilty. 
On count three, possession of a weapon for an unlawful purpose to use against the person of law and cataract. What is your verdict? Not guilty by reason of insanity. And with regard to count four, possession of a weapon for an unlawful purpose, what is your verdict? Not guilty. All right, you may be seated, Mr. Foreman. Thank you. Those are Michael Barrison's gasps you can hear in response to the verdict. After the foreman finishes reading the verdict, Barrison sits back in his seat and appears to sob into his hands as Judge Taylor pulls each juror. All right, members of the jury, you have heard the verdict as reported by your foreperson. And I will now have a polling of each of you individually. And the verdict as read by your foreman is as follows. On count one, attempted murder, not guilty by reason of insanity. On count two, attempted murder, not guilty. On the lesser included offense, aggravated assault, not guilty. On count three, possession of a weapon for an unlawful purpose with regard to Lauren Canarac, not guilty by reason of insanity. And finally, on count four, possession of a weapon for an unlawful purpose regarding Robert Goodwin, not guilty. If this is your verdict, as I go around, I'll call each juror's number. And if that's your verdict, simply say yes. If it's not your verdict, just indicate no. All right? All right, beginning uh, with juror number one, is that your verdict? Yes. And juror number three, is that your verdict? Yes. Juror number four? Yes. Juror number five? Yes. Juror number six? Yes. And juror number eight? Yes. Juror number 10? Yes. Uh, juror number 11? Yes. And juror number 12? Yes. And juror number 13? Yes. Juror number 14? Yes. And finally, juror number 16? Yes. Very good. After tending to a few administrative matters, Judge Taylor addresses the jury for a final time. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, the function you have performed is one of the most important civic duties which you will ever be called upon to fulfill. If you recall, I said that at the very beginning of the case when we were picking a jury. I thought next to military service, serving as a juror in a case is one of the most or uh, the most important civic duty you will be called upon to fulfill. And with the return of the verdict in this case, your service as jurors in this case is complete. Upon your discharge, you are not required except upon order of this court to discuss your deliberations or verdict with anyone. Additionally, no attorney or party or person acting for them is permitted under the rules of court to examine or question you about this matter or your role in its outcome. If any of these persons approaches you and attempts to interview you, please notify me or my staff immediately. You may also be contacted by others, including members of the media. I'm sure it's no surprise to you that this case, given the cameras in the courtroom, has received attention from the media. And there uh, is media present now uh, in the courtroom. There's also a uh, news magazine, I'm sure some of you have heard of it, 48 Hours, that has been recording this trial. Not you, um, but the proceedings. The jurors are not shown, but they have been recording the trial for future broadcasts sometime in the fall. They have asked that my court staff provide you each with a letter by their producer. Um, they may wish to speak to you. They cannot approach you individually, but they'll, my staff will give you a letter 
with the name of the producer and the phone number. If you wish to speak to her, you can contact her. You can throw the letter in the trash on your way out if you want. It's completely up to you. However, um, if you agree to be interviewed, you may discuss whatever you want and in whatever manner you deem appropriate. However, please keep in mind that the key to your function as jurors has been the free discussion among yourselves during your deliberations. And the privacy of those deliberations is essential to the continuation of the fair administration of justice. All jurors have the prerogative to keep confidential their communications with their fellow jurors during deliberations. It is in the public interest that there be the utmost freedom of discussion in the jury room and that each juror be permitted to express their views without concern for public reaction. Under no circumstances should you make any statement that you would not be willing to repeat under oath in open court in the presence of your fellow jurors. All right, with that, ladies and gentlemen, you will be dismissed by the court. I, I do want to thank you personally for the service you have provided in this case. It was a long case. It was an important case. And you have all served very admirably in your role as jurors. I do note that I never had an issue with a juror coming late to court. They were here, ready to go, most of the time by eight, shortly after 8.30 in the morning. So I appreciate that very much. Thank you all for your service. You are now discharged. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. After the jury leaves the courtroom, Judge Taylor proceeds to tell the parties the next steps for Michael Barrison. My counsel, in light of the verdict, count one is a not guilty by reason of insanity. Count three is not guilty by reason of insanity. There was an acquittal on counts two and four. Because of that, the defendant, Mr. Barrison, will now be civilly committed. I will enter an order today for having, uh, having him committed to the custody of the Commissioner of the Department of Health pursuant to NJSA 2C4-8 and pending medical clearance for admission the professional staff at the Ancline Forensic Center will make a determination as required pursuant to 2C-4-8 with regard to the present condition whether the defendant poses a danger to himself or others in the community whether the defendant requires hospitalization or may be released to the community under certain conditions. Well, that examination, I believe, requires 30 days. Oh, bear with me, and I'll pick a date when we can have our first quote hearing if we go into the matter. And do it on, uh, assuming Ann Klein gets the report done. I'll schedule it for May 17th. According to Nancy Jaffer of Horsesport.com, on September 7, 2022, Michael Barrison appeared before Judge Taylor for a Kroll hearing, during which Taylor assessed whether Barrison's insanity continued. 
Barrison had spent the five months since his acquittal at Anne Klein Forensic Center in West Trenton, New Jersey. Barrison appeared in court clean-shaven and composed, a far cry from his demeanor during his two-week trial. Defense expert Dr. Stephen Simring testified at that hearing that neither Anne Klein nor Greystone in Morris Plains, New Jersey, have the type of treatment that Barrison needs, and defense psychiatrist Dr. Joanna Badgegear testified that Barrison should be discharged and, quote, managed in the community, end quote, with outpatient treatment. But Judge Taylor echoed concerns expressed by doctors from the Anne Klein facility that Barrison could pose a threat to Lauren Kanarek and Robert Goodwin, particularly as they were likely to encounter one another in the civil litigation pending between them. According to the judge, that could result in, quote, a situation I don't think he's capable of dealing with, end quote. Consequently, Judge Taylor remanded Michael Barrison to the custody of the Greystone Park Psychiatric Hospital in Morris Plains, New Jersey for further treatment and evaluation. Barrison and several psychiatrists are expected to appear before Judge Taylor again later this month for another Kroll hearing to reassess the patient's treatment status. And with that, we bring to a close this final episode of Jury Duty, the trial of Michael Barrison. We will, however, offer bonus update episodes on this case when and if there are any major developments in Michael Barrison's legal status. And please join us beginning in May for our eighth season of Jury Duty, which will cover the trial of Alex Murdoch for the murders of his wife and son. If you would like to listen to these episodes early and ad-free, head over to our Jury Duty Crime Story Patreon page. 